0: Encore with Shannon Fogarty. Arts and entertainment for the Midlands. With the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities.
1: It is Thursday evening and that means it is time for the Midlands Dedicated Arts Show Encore with Shannon Fogarty. This show brings you the absolute best of what's been happening in the arts in Leash, Offley and Westmeath. If you want to get in touch you can pop me a text to 083 30 10 103. You can follow us across all of our social media channels at Midlands 103 or if you want to be a part of the show you can email me encore at midlands 103com So here's what's happening on the show tonight. Hullabaloo, Offley's Children's Arts Festival presents its biggest programme to date. So we'll have Angela Ryan White in to tell everything that'll be happening on that. Awfully literary group from Tullamore, The Wordsmiths, they have launched an anthology of short stories and poetry featuring work from 17 local artists. So I'll have a member in to tell you all about that new book. And Michael Cannon will be joining me to talk about all things Halloween costumes. So what are you going to dress up as this Halloween? But to start the show... I'm delighted to say that I'm joined in studio by Fanula Corrigan and Sheila Reynolds, and they are with the Tullamore Amateur Dramatic Society, and they are putting on a new show, Portia Coughlin. Thank you so much for joining me, Williams.
2: Thank you, Shannon. Thanks
1: for having us. Yeah. So, Fanula, you're the director for this. So, talk to me what is the play Portia Coughlin all about?
2: Well, I suppose even as I was coming in here this evening, I'm very aware I can't talk about Portia (laughs) Chicago without talking about the playwright, Marina Carr. Because I think for us, that's hugely significant. Marina is, uh, I I don't know, many of your listeners may be aware, but Marina grew up in the Midlands. Uh, Yeah, she was, uh, she went to Gartonamona National School where her mother was the teacher. Uh, She went to the Sacred Heart up to junior cert and from there on to college, you know, to another secondary school and then college. And um, she's probably at the moment one of the foremost playwrights in the country. Uh, You know, she's she's outstanding. Uh, She is the play that we're doing is one of her earliest plays, which she wrote. in. so it was it was first produced in the Peacock Theatre in 1996. Wow. She was in her 30s at the time. So she's still like she's had two or three plays on in the Abbey in the last 18 months. She was when so this was on in this Portia Coughlin was on in the Peacock in 1996 and her following play, The Bug of Cats, was the first play by a female playwright in the Abbey since the 1930s. So she is an extraordinary like she is a woman of extraordinary talent, of extraordinary reputation. And I suppose it's a privilege for us to be looking at her work. And in light of the new art centre, it seemed fitting that we would go to the new art centre with something by Marina and. Um, I am utterly enamoured of her work for for many, many years. Uh, Her work is difficult, dark. Uh, Some people have called it Irish Gothic, awfully (laughs) Gothic. Uh, She has, and when she, like, so the play Portia Coughlin is part of what was called the Midlands Trilogy, uh, which she wrote in her 30s, and her first kind of step onto the big stages of Ireland, you know, of the Peacock and the Abbey. And Portia is like, so the three plays look very much at the role of women in society at the time and look at the issues in society at the time. And many of them are issues that we're now maybe more at ease talking about uh, the role of women, patriarchy and. Um, Women's need to have lives other than mother, you know, which was maybe always represented in Irish theatre, maybe up to then, that familiar role. So she she is looking at kind of what I would call almost the darker side of life, and she situated this play Portia Carkland in the Midlands. Uh, she uses, you know, she she would often talk about how she was very taken by the by the landscape of the Midlands. And she talks about it as kind of being almost the thresholds or the crossroads between worlds. So interest, Portia is very interested. Portia, Maureen is very interested in that kind of the mysterious side of life. The um, what we call it, the more soul type of life. Mm. Uh, so Portia is a play about a woman uh, who has lost her brother mm. uh, when they were 15. She's now the play takes place on the day of her 30th birthday. Uh, And she's really suffering from that loss in all that 15 years. And it is about this sense of longing, this longing for the other. Her brother was her twin brother. Maybe that's important to say. So there's this sense of this extraordinary relationship um, between them and this huge longing in Portia uh, to find what is lost. Yeah, so. um, But in that, it's kind of like almost... uh, Maybe I might bring Sheila in here. Sheila might like to add to it. Uh, she, it's, it's a. There's a. There's a. I won't. I won't call it a savagery of violence in the play, but there is this. It's, it's a desperate wish. And it is almost uh, an unravelling uh, for Portia. She's been trying to hold life together for this past 15 years. The day of her birthday, it's like there's an unravelling. And the consequences of that for all of those around her, for her family, and also how the rest of her, her family have impacted on her. Um,
1: and I can only imagine what it's like. So, Sheila, you're playing Portia. And it's, yeah. it, do you find it tough to play a role with someone that as a twin, because that's a, an unbreakable bond I've heard that twins have. How do you find playing?
3: Yeah, it's really, really hard. She is a really complex character, Shannon. Um, definitely the most challenging role I've ever had. Mm. Um, the twin aspect, yeah, it's really, really important. And I can only imagine, I mean, what that kind of a loss would, would be like. Um, but I think what Fanula said about all of the other family members as well, it's, it's as much nearly as about them and her relationship with them as it is about um, her relationship with her with her lost twin um, and the struggles with with those relationships and how she kind of almost def- desperately seeks refuge in different people and whether it kind of works out or not. you know it's kind of her last attempt at surviving in in the world that she knows. Um, but yeah, it's really really hard. it's a really hard character.. <laughs> to play.
1: how have you found preparing to, to play this character?
3: Um I think I'm still preparing. <laughs> um I think every rehearsal that you do brings something new um that maybe you hadn't realized that you could tap into before. Um particularly now in the later stages of rehearsals because I think at the start when you're just trying to come to terms with the script and the other characters and you're mm-hmm. you know the 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 members of the cast even that maybe you have to get to know properly or get to know again. Um Yeah, you you have to make a conscious effort in in that way. But then also you have to get over the lines. And once you've the lines down, you can really start to work on the character. Um, But yeah, as I say, I think every single time you perform and you practice and you rehearse, something new kind of comes to you and you just try to find that and keep it for the next time. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't know if I have any real way of going about it other than trying to feel what I'm, reading in the script and trying to un- understand and imagine what that could be like um yet yeah, it's, it's difficult it's a challenge but yeah we're getting there <laughs> but it's a good one and it seems yeah. like you're enjoying it I love it I absolutely love it yeah I love it it's just it's such a challenge and I don't think I'd enjoy it half as much if it wasn't a challenge it's a real challenge yeah <laughs>
1: very, it's, it's true, very true very yeah. true and how has it been directing them all now in
2: this? Uh, can I say I think we've a great cast. Good. Yeah, people. Most we have one person who's new to the stage. Like yeah, which is great. Uh, but most people have come with a fair considerable amount of experience, which is which is great for a play like this, because uh, I think it probably is our most challenging, as Sheila says, to date. Um, it's a it's a tricky play uh, in that there's uh, there's there, there's a river in you know kind of. A representation of a river, and the river is almost like a character as well in the play. Okay. Because Portia's relationship is, is that's where her brother lost his life, died, he, he, yeah, by suicide. So it tackles very serious issues, mm-hmm. and I think that's a challenge as a director to tackle these issues. Uh, or to bring, you know, as as Marina has in her writing, but to hold them in a way that is, you know, almost a l- keeping a little distance from mm. from from it as well. Yeah, yeah it's like um, I think Marina's writing places it somewhere in that kind of um, what would I call it? Almost that m- it's it's like not quite real.
4: Yeah, are okay. not quite real. Mm.
2: So there's a so that's the kind of other challenge I think of the play as well. It it feels like it's a real story in many ways, and yet it's about this mysterious other world nearly that, yeah. that Portia is drawn towards because that's her salvation. The mystery of the landscape, because the river is, is the place that might heal her. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Marine has fabulous writing, I think. Yeah. That's you know, when well, she tackles very dark issues, issues like suicide. It might it won't be it mightn't everybody's cup of tea, uh just to see Say to people, it's, you know, it tackles difficult issues like suicide, incest, you know, sexual relations Um mightn't be entirely PC in places written <laughs> in the 1990s. And, and maybe also maybe that stage allows us that distance.
1: And that's just it, because you, you, you're now performing this in the new Esker Arts Centre. So what does it mean to be able to have a, a place like that to perform?
2: this and yeah for us it's it's just great like it is yeah. it's but it's a challenge too because it's kind of new to us as well yeah you know we've been doing plays for a long long time in in other spaces and adapting them so it's you know it's, it's it's a challenge and and this is kind of our first main production there
1: and does it make you feel like a bit of a proper professional actor going out
3: <laughs> Sheila? how do you feel i i think yeah i think it's 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 fantastic to have such a a place to um to perform and yeah, I suppose it does in a way because it it forces you to up your game mm. when um when the play is such it's you know it's such a, a fantastic piece of art really so you do have to up your game to match it yeah. <laughs> and um yeah to, to bring to bring everything that you have yeah.
2: yeah and can I say we found a huge difference even rehearsing on that stage you know okay. uh, yeah. in the last like, we've been amazed by how it it does transform it does yeah. it does give us that sense of we're on you know we're on this amazing stage yeah. you know this amazing stage and I want to say you know a big thank you and a big shout out to you know for to to Rocky Lee and Sean in in Esker Arts for their support you know over the last yeah. few weeks and their ongoing support with this production like and to the group in general you know um it's like it is it is uh it is a step up for sure um yeah i suppose yeah it's
3: a privilege to have such a space isn't it it just feels yeah it it just feels brilliant, amazing really. Yeah, and uh, it, is,
1: it is great to have the space and all of this is happening in the Esker Arts Centre from the 7th to the 11th of November. So where can people get tickets if they want to go?
2: At EskerArts.ie. <laughs> <laughs> very simple, very straightforward. By calling in or by going online. Either, if possible, or phoning the Arts Centre. Yeah, they can book in any way. Yeah, and we look forward to it. And I suppose our big hope is that we would do the play and Marina, you know, just justice. Uh, you know, that Aww. we'll do it. That we'll yeah. do, that we'll, that we'll give it. Um, yeah. It's a great, there's a, Story there, and yeah. it's, it's not an easy story, but it's a, in Marina's words, in her language, and place. It's there's beautiful imagery in it. Yeah. It's and captivating, it, and we're yeah.
1: very yes. excited to see how you guys perform it from the seventh to the eleventh in the Eskaire Sound. Fanula Sheila, thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about it. We're very excited.
2: Thanks thank for you, having us. Thanks very much.
1: So, all happening, Esker Arts Centre, eskerarts.ie is where you go to get your tickets. Next here on Midlands 103, an Offaly literary group from Tullamore, the Wordsmiths, have launched an anthology of short stories and poetry. Text now,
0: 083 3010 103 Powered by Lamb Brothers Tullamore, the home of Offaly's top-selling car brand, Toyota. Midlands
5: 103.
0: When people in the Midlands want to talk... They talk to Will Faulkner. Jim
3: and his midlife crisis and the convertible that he wants for 2024. What would you be buying, Barry?
4: The CLK Merc. You'll pick one up there for under
0: 10 grand. As
3: well. Yeah, I'm going to pull out the shovel here and dig a hole for myself. But is the CLK not a bit of a woman's car? The last two had here were sold to men. <laughs>
4: So parallel.
0: <gasps> Midlands today with Bus Erin Use your TFI leap card or TFI Go app for better value single fares on Bus Erin services. Visit busarin.ie today.
2: This month, Paul Byron turns 45. To celebrate, we are running a promotion all weekend across our 17 stores and online at paulbyronshoes.com. As a way of thanking our loyal customers, each store is hosting an anniversary event. The first 45 customers in each store on Friday 27th of October will receive 45% off their purchase on the day. Make sure to follow our socials for updates on promotions running all weekend. T's and C's apply. Fantastic offers this weekend at Hughes Eurospar Mullingar. We have our super strip loin and ribeye steak sale at an amazing 33% off. Sirloin steak at half price. Punlet of pears and four pack of apples, just 99 cents each. In our wine selection, enjoy Casalero del Diablo and Santa Rita wine ranges at the super price of just 999 each. Via Maria, only 10.95. And Faustino wine, a great price of 8.99 with our loyalty card. Hughes Eurospar Mullingar, your super easy supermarket. Enjoy alcohol responsibly. Possibly.
0: O'Gorman's Kilminchie, your party destination. Booking's now been taken for all occasions at the best party venue in the Midlands. We also have a great selection of wines and beers in our off-license. At O'Gorman's Kilminchie Portleash, Great
5: service, great hospitality and...
0: Oh my.
5: Enjoy alcohol responsibly On a mission to reduce your emissions Or just wanting to ditch the diesel for something greener to reduce costs If you're ready to go green Then why not check out the new flexible Go Green car loan From Athlone and Castlereagh Credit Union Your credit union will have you motoring in no time (laughs) For further information Drop in to Athlone and Castlereagh Credit Union today Or visit accu.ie all loans subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, if you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Athlone and Castlereagh Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Can you scream for free ice cream? (laughs) All week on Breakfast with me Peter Dunn We're giving one lucky student the chance to win free ice cream for their entire class And it's all with thanks to the shop who are famous for their 99s Rochford Superstore in Mullingar Where you can choose from a huge range of ice cream flavours They have a new range of traditional jam sweets And are the new home for O'Reilly's delicious hot and cold deli with takeaway available So to win ice cream for your entire class Join me on Breakfast where I want to know if you can Scream for ice cream Ice cream and don't forget your teacher
0: Encore on Midlands 183 your arts and entertainment for the Midlands with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone imagine the possibilities DeanCrowTheatre.com you are listening
1: to Encore with Shannon Fogarty and an awfully literary group from Tullamore called The Wordsmiths have launched an anthology of short stories and poetry. And joining me to talk about the book and the launch is member Susan Boland. Susan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm delighted to have you on Encore tonight.
4: Thank you very much, Shannon. and so very honoured to be asked.
1: So tell me a little bit more about the group that you're involved in, Wordsmiths.
4: Right, okay. So, Wordsmiths, um, it all started one evening, but we all joined the creative writing group, but we didn't know each other at the time. Now, it went that well that we just didn't want to be able to give it up. We wanted to be able to meet and share what we had written or what we were thinking. Um, So, we decided then that we would meet on a Thursday in the library. Who, like who generously gave us a room every week for the last seven years and um, so we could meet up like-minded people we were just like-minded people who had a great interest in writing and um, so we met every week at five forty-five on the Thursday and as you can see seven years later we are still going
1: and it's incredible that you've put all of the work that you've done over the years into this new anthology of poetry and short stories called Journeys. So where did the idea start to, to get the ball rolling on this?
4: Well, now Journeys is our second anthology now, Shannon, to be honest. Um, Whisperings was our very first one. We had Whisperings back in 18. That was our first anthology. We decided one day, you know, some of our writing was really good Like, we were only sharing it with one another, and we thought the world should get to be able to read what we were writing. There's some very talented people in the wordsmiths, and it was a shame to kind of keep it all under wraps. So, that's when the idea came up for a book, that we would just publish our first book. So then, over time, uh, we had new people enter the group. As you know, everyone in our group is welcome. And then, again, um, we decided to do the second anthology called Journeys. And uh, so that's where that kind of came from then as well. So we could just, you know, bring in the new people um, into publishing and that and getting their, their writing out there for people to read.
1: And that's just it. When you're meeting for this amount of time and all the work that you're creating together, it's good to get it out there and have other people see the hard work that everyone puts in.
4: It is um it's 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 not only that, it's a social evening as well, you know, with people who understand you know what it's like to to write to be frustrated, you know when you can't get the words down sometimes we get prompts each week, but not everyone can write to that. you know what I'm saying,
1: yeah, I can understand, um
4: that. yeah, so then you can bring in what you do write, and um, share with the group now. It's not really easy. It's like giving your baby away for somebody else. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but no, we get support from each other.
1: And that's nice. It's, it's, a, it's a creative and, and safe space to be able to, to put your work out, no matter if you're worried about it or, or anything like that. So it's nice to have that space to be able to do this.
4: It is. It really is. And it is a safe space. It, it's a space where you can grow in confidence each week. And we have found I myself have found that I have found like my my confidence has grown from being in the group because when you get to know and we're so comfortable and we're such a close knit group. That you're not worried about going in and saying, you know, some people will always think, God, my writing, Lord, is it good enough? But uh, we are. We're all good enough.
1: And that's so nice. And having a second anthology that's come out, how do you feel about it?
4: I feel absolutely brilliant about it. I feel I've been through this with the whisperings, and the excitement and the anxiety of it all was just brilliant. But we got to see that firsthand with our new members who are only being published for the first time. Um, And it was absolutely I think that made my night was seeing the first time people getting their work out there. And seeing the excitement on their faces. Now, I was absolutely blown away by it all. Um, But for them, I felt exactly for them what I had felt for myself that very first time.
1: And it's so nice to be able to have that feeling and to share that with new members as well. And you recently had the launch event that was in John Lee's Bar and Music Venue. How was that night?
4: Oh, wow. Um... I was a little late down to it, I must admit, sorry to the word (laughs) Smith, but when I I walked in like the crowd of people that was there, uh, Joe Leeds was amazing, like he went out of his way, he went above and beyond, whatever we needed was there. Um, Many thanks I have to say for everyone, to everyone for showing up and supporting this small group um, of authors. Um, because I think, you know, and Joe Lee is such a, he's a patriot of the arts, you know what I mean? Giving people a place where they can go and showcase their work. That's amazing. Now, again, Shannon, I would have to say, like, hats off to the Tullamore Library. Because without them, we probably would never have been this far gone. having a safe place to go to every week. Um, so, I mean, going back to Joe Lee's. It was absolutely amazing.
1: And it's great to have a night like that, just to be able to put everyone together. And how many members are in Wordsmiths?
4: Well, now, we have 17 plus members. Now, we have 17 um, in the book, but we have a few other members. Now, again, it's not compulsory that you turn up every week. So people can come whenever they can. And then if they can't, they can't. And then it, it was a choice if they wanted to go into the, bu- into the book or not. And um, Some did and some didn't. But, like, we have 17 plus members now as, as it stands.
1: And how difficult was it to decide what
4: pieces to put forward
1: for this book? Uh, yeah,
4: they're in that kind of lies. Uh, not, not the problem, but for me, like, <laughs> wondering. Because I was in the first book, so I wanted to, you know authors and writers never think their work is good enough. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're you're, you're showing your work. For me, like, I was fierce, anxious about it all. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, And for a lot of our authors as well. But, like, as a group, we kind of all got together. And again, we always like, support each other in in that, into the fact that, like, as as our mantra was, let's all just hold hands and jump together. And uh, that's what we did. So we just closed our eyes, put our work in and said, OK, it's out there now for the world to view If That's what they want.
1: Oh, and I love that. Now, where can people get this anthology if they're looking to read it?
4: Now, at the moment, we're still kind of um, now choice publishing will be the main one where you can get it online. Now, we are still at the moment. um, I think Robinson's is going to be a place where we're going to be able to get that in again. That's not confirmed. Well, for anybody who would like one, if you want to pop into Robinsons and we can pop some in there, we also have some at the Historical Society. There's going to be uh, books in there as well, and in of course the Tullamore Library.
1: And that's brilliant. So anyone looking for anything, they can uh, just ask some of the members of the group of Wordsmiths as well, and they'll be able to. They can of your course hands.
4: any member of the group. Yeah, you can always just email. It's on the Facebook page. There, the Wordsmith Tullamore is on Facebook. So at any time, if anybody would like one, you can email any of the members or you can get them on WhatsApp or Facebook. And um, we will absolutely then take care of them.
1: And if anyone listening is, is interested in joining this group and are feeling like this is something that they want to get involved in, is there a way that they can get involved with the group?
4: There is, of course. Yeah, we always encourage new members into the, into the group. Because we have found there's a lot of people who are kind of hidden risers. You know, we're not ready to come out of the shadows just yet. So coming in to the library, maybe on a Thursday, we start at 5.45. Um, everybody is welcome. Um, so for anybody who would like to join, we're there in the library every Thursday night. All you do is show up and just ask for the wordsmiths and they'll be shown then where to go.
1: That is amazing. Susan, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about this. I'm delighted that this is your second anthology that you have out and congratulations because it's
4: amazing. Thank you very much, Shannon, for giving us the opportunity for this.
1: Journeys is available to purchase from any member of the group or you can contact their Facebook page Journeys from Wordsmith's Tullamore or of course you can get it online at choicepublishing.ie and it is a fabulous work from everyone involved all 17 members but coming up after this quick break it's all about hullabaloo Offaly's Children's Art Festival here on Midlands 103
0: Encore. Brought to you by the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. From the greatest gigs to the best community shows, enjoy it all in the comfort of our newly refurbished theatre. Your theatre. Our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com.
1: This is Encore with Shannon Fogarty and Hullabaloo Offaly's Children's Arts Festival presents its biggest programme to date with an extravaganza of creativity, art making and fun experiences for all the family. And here to run through all the fun events is Assistant Arts Officer Angela Ryan White from Offaly County Council. Angela, thanks for coming into the studio.
6: Thanks so much for having me.
1: It so to be here. Give us the overview of what
6: Hullabaloo. Offalys Children's Arts Festival is all about. Yeah, so I suppose the name says it all, doesn't <laughs> it? It's a bit of a hullabaloo. So it's all about creativity, it's all about stimulating curiosity and originality, and I suppose really giving children a space to be creative in a safe and, and fun environment. Um so we've a mixture of workshops and performances. Um from everything from circus to hip hop uh, to all types of movement dance um visual art painting animation it's it's a really broad kind of mix um we actually have 101 events happening wow. next week yeah all across County Offaly um so so there's there's lots on offer for for young children and and are grown-ups <laughs> to be part of
1: <laughs> so this is all happening from the 1st to the 4th of November in Burr, Clara, Eden Derry, Tullamore, and there's 101
6: events. 101, yeah, It's uh, <laughs> it sounds a lot when you say it out loud. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> I can only imagine all the planning that went in. Yeah, so that. it's. Um, Oh sure, look, it's 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 a real privilege, I think, to be part of this festival. You know, it was founded seventeen years ago by Burr Theatre and Arts Centre and the Arts Office in Offaly County Council. Um, so the vision behind it was just full of of joy and integrity, and it's it's a real um, it's a joy really to see it roll out as it has done. It started out in one town seventeen years ago, um, in Burr, and now to be in four towns and to have all these events. And um, mix of, of local national and international artists coming to be part of it so it's a great opportunity as well for the artists to showcase their, their work.
1: And that's just it it's it's a great you know during the midterm break to have yeah. all of these events for families to do with their kids so
6: talk me through some of the events that are yeah. going to be happening So um, it's so hard to pick you know there's so <laughs> many so there's some lovely I suppose if I could look at maybe say the shows um, there's some lovely shows uh, we have the Whistleblast Quartet so Come down to the woods with the Whistleblast Quartet for a woodland adventure feeling featuring well-loved pieces of classical music with some familiar characters like Red Riding Hood, Peter and the Wolf, and lots of opportunity for participation. Um, so that's really a concert uh, the musicians are amazing we've four um, really accomplished musicians there's trumpets and violins and uh, and, uh, and pianos uh, com- coming with this show um, so they're performing in Birth Theatre and Arts Centre on Wednesday the 1st at 7 o'clock they're in Tullamore in Esquer Arts on Thursday evening at 7 o'clock and they're in Edenderry in the Acorn Youth Café in Edenderry on Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock so that's a really great way to introduce. Introduce children to classical music in a really fun and accessible way, and I think it's one that the grown ups are probably going to enjoy as much oh, as the kids. Good. It just looks gorgeous. Um, then there's two shows um, from Barking Dog Theatre, and um, they're a UK company that are really, really popular on the circuit. And they're bringing Teddy's Haunted House um, for children aged three to six and their grown ups. And the Ghost of Dorothy Dingley, which is for five to ten year olds. Um so that's a little bit of a spooky tale um from the Ghost of Dorothy Dingley. Um so both shows are in so Teddy's Haunted House, which is for the younger children, is in Burr at uh one thirty on Thursday the 2nd and it's here in Tullamore on Friday the 3rd at 12 noon and then both venues also have um, the show for older children and then out in Clara we have The Ghost of Dorothy Dingley is in the Clara Family Resource Centre on Wednesday the 1st and that's at 7 o'clock in the evening so they're lovely ones there's another one I suppose to draw your attention to is the um, Nine stories about love. So this is this one really kind of stuck out to me. Um, so it's a show about love, connection and belonging to each other and the world around us. And it's incorporating puppetry, shadow play and performance. And that's on Friday at seven o'clock in Berth Theatre and also here in Tullamore at uh, 4.30 in the evening. Um in Esker Arts. So there's um I suppose really the best thing to do is to for the shows, they're all um th- we actually have 17 um in total, 17 family events um where you can go along as family. So I suppose over the midterm break if you're kind of seeking a way to kind of get kids off the screens and whatnot, <laughs> it's a nice way to to go and see a show together. Um, and then there's also workshops that kids can attend during the day um where they can partake in things like um there's a lovely piece. I suppose this year it's it's hard to keep doing a festival for 17 years without kind of changing things up or yeah. you know you, you kind of there's so. but I suppose what we do year on year is just kind of observe what the trends are and see where there's a demand um last year we noticed that there was a real kind of need for something for three to five year olds so um Amy Donnan from Donlin Dance Company has created this lovely workshop for little e's, so it's called Happy Feet Oh, um, so it's a lovely way to introduce children to dance um We also, I suppose, we're really trying to promote inclusivity this year and we have a workshop in Ukrainian paper cutting and also in Ukrainian uh, traditional doll making. So both workshops, again, they're really... um, they're open to Ukrainian children and to Irish children. So they're run by Ukrainian artists, I'm um, happy to say. um, But it's really like it might be a nice way for children to learn about, um, you know, like a lot of children in school might have Ukrainian classmates. They might they might, you know, like to learn yeah, a bit exactly. more about the culture. Um, for the kind of the older children, there's one called rhyming and rapping. So if you have any, oh wow, <laughs> I'm sure you have lots of people coming through here um, that that would love to maybe see um, themselves in your in your line of work, maybe down down through the years. So rhyming and rapping is a great way to kind of it's to kind of uh, I suppose. Maybe kids that maybe have um you know want to kind of look at their skills in in kind of performance in a different way, or maybe they like poetry. I wonder could, could I could I get away with being a big oh a big my kid? gosh <laughs> These you totally sound, fit in you totally fit in <laughs> they all
1: sound absolutely yeah. incredible so there's yeah. so many events and I mean we could spend the entire evening yeah. through each and every one of them so if anyone wants more information on any of the events
6: that are happening where can they go. Sure, so the best way to find all the information is www.hullabaloofestival.ie. So you can book directly through the website. Um if you wanted to make a booking over the phone, um you can contact Birth Theatre and Arts Officer office box office on 57 911. Um there's one I suppose that's um really special I think this year as well. Um so it's a sensory movement and music uh, for children with additional needs. So this is I suppose we'd love to yeah. make a space for everybody. So that's um it's open to children with physical or intellectual disabilities and it's both um in Esker Arts on Saturday morning and also in Clara Family Resource Center. So I suppose if there's anyone listening out there kind of and feels that maybe there's a child that maybe hasn't had a space in the arts before um there's now, so so at Hullabaloo. so we'd love to we'd love to hear from them and, and accommodate them.
1: And that's just it. With one hundred and one events happening, you're able to kind of like make everyone feel like yeah. there's something for them, which I think is so sweet. And to, you like she handed me the brochure, <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing how you've managed to put all of this into a brochure. So if anyone does have it, it's. It's beautiful
6: piece. Oh, that's It is so absolutely beautiful
1: piece. But for over the four days and with all of the events
6: that are going on, mm. what are you looking forward to the most? Oh gosh, yeah. I'm well. I have to say, um, I I I love the theatre. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the shows. And I think um, there's something magic that happens when you see children in a room creating and trying something new. Um, I've kind of seen both sides of it. Um, I'm a parent also, and I've seen. Down through the years I've seen my children attend hullabaloo and I've seen the magic that it prompts in them, just that they get to try something that they might not have tried before. Um so it's really worthwhile. I think it's you never know where what it's gonna what spark you're going to ignite when you bring a child to an event like this. So yeah. Um strongly encourage people to to get to get on board. So yeah. And I mean it's been going on for seven for seventeen mm, years. So yeah. I mean it's incredible to think this is the seventeenth annual hullabaloo, and it's great to have something Something like this for kids. It's so important. Yeah, it's so important. And I know a lot of people are finding that particularly now, um, you know, I suppose children are so... In tune with technology now that it's uh, you know I hear a lot of parents speaking about the the challenge of trying to trying to take children back to kind of the more um simplistic ways of like using their imagination yeah. when we're all kind of very focused on phones and devices. Um so this really does that because there's I suppose the facilitators are people that are they're doing this every day of their lives, they're 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 very skilled at creating an experience where children are going to be totally drawn in and captivated by by the experience that they're in Um, and it's great like to have that. It's special year I suppose as well as the first year that we've had a venue in Tullamore like Esker Arts so it's um, you know the festival has waited a long time to be part of the experience here in Tullamore of having an art centre so it's just amazing. So it's going to be great to see um, children coming in to shows that like you know that you might have had to travel a bit to go to before so um, yeah looking forward to seeing it all pan out. And it's
1: absolutely amazing and Angela thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about it and if anyone wants any more information it's hullabaloofestival.ie so that's where you'll be able to go and get all the information and tickets and sign up for those workshops before they're gone but just after this quick break we're going to be finding out all about Halloween costumes what's the best ones what's the last minute ones just all coming up with Michael Cannon here on Midlands 103
0: encore on midlands 183 thanks to the dean crow theater and our center at loan with a wide range of flexible spaces expertise and facilities to make your live stage production corporate event or community function a success your theater our home dean crow this is Shannon Fogerty
1: on Encore, and it is that time of year where we dig out the costumes, dust off the capes, and polish the broomsticks because it's Halloween. And here with me now is Michael Cannon from our Midlands 103 digital team. He's also an engineer as well. <laughs> Michael, you're making your Encore debut.
5: How are you, Shannon? I'm good. How good are evening. you?
1: I've brought you in here now to chat about Halloween costumes mm. because we're, everyone's dressing up for Halloween, including yourself. Mm. But what are the most popular costumes for 2023?
5: Yeah, so look, I looked it up, I did a small bit of research, and I found four, four of the main ones for this year are Barbie, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man, and Wednesday Addams.
1: See, I can agree with the Wednesday Addams, I think that's a very good look, Barbie. Yeah,
5: yeah, but you know what, like Wednesday, did that not come out like this time last year? No. Spider-Man I don't get at all. Spider-Man,
1: Spider-Man's always a common one though, to be fair.
5: Yeah. Oppenheimer I don't really, like, I don't get what's very costumable about that. Costumable?
1: Costumable, costumable. It's (laughs) It's the suit and the hat. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking for up.
5: See, that's not what I would immediately go to if I seen someone like that. I just think they're some like, 60s gangster or something. 70s? Do
1: you know what I'd go for is mm. peaky blinder. So all you need for that yeah, is, a, is see, a paddy cap.
5: Yeah, that's surely been overdone. And some people dress like that normally, to be honest. So.
1: <laughs> I have my very own paddy cap and I absolutely love it. I think there. I could
5: have expected Barbie. I wouldn't have been able to guess any of the other ones but I could have expected Barbie. Barbie and That's Ken are definite.
1: Yeah, they're definite. But some of the last minute costume ideas, what do you think, what's your like go-to last minute costume idea?
5: Uh, I suppose a ghost is always a good one.
1: Ghost. So you just have these. a sheet yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
5: Two holes in it. Well, no, three holes. Or an alien costume. An alien costume is a good last minute one.
1: How would you do an alien costume?
5: Um, something to do with a luminous green after that, figure it out. Maybe like massive sunglasses to, for the massive eyes or you could just buy a mask
1: you just buy a mask normally see
5: I, I feel like normally last minute costumes are just what you see in the shop on the shelf just be like oh there's a mask I'll go with that
1: yeah oh like the scream mask everyone seems to be wanting to get the scream masks now yeah
5: scream wise, scream is just always relevant all the time
1: yeah and I mean to be fair all of the last minute costume ideas that I've ever done is around being a witch mm. so when I was younger it was literally a black bin bag mm-hmm. that you just put arms in <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we chat there you go
5: <laughs> that's a bit sad <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's not that's what I was always as a kid but so, some of the other last minute costume ideas is a Taylor Swift Swifty costume you've got Barbie costume obviously and then you've got the denim Ken costume
5: see uh, yeah but the denim Ken costume I don't know you'd have to make sure you're blonde there because then you get you just look like someone from the 80s I'm a denim costume you know
1: you can get a wig
5: like Michael J. Fox or something okay I mean, you'd need the blonde absolutely like me, I'm not blonde, for example. If I just chew on all denim, nobody would have a clue what I'm supposed to be.
1: <laughs> they think you're one and a half of the Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah,
5: pretty much JT. <laughs> Do
1: you know what else is a very simple costume as well? Is a John Wick costume. It's just a suit. That's just a black suit. Yeah. Yeah. Tux. You, but tux no
5: that- bow tie. Tux regular tie.
1: Yeah, tux regular tie.
5: Tux regular tie. <laughs>
1: but does that look like the same as Men in Black?
5: Yeah, see, there you go. Stick on a pair of. Like, no sunglasses, you're John Wick. Sunglasses, you're Man (laughs) of (laughs) America. So you're either Keanu Reeves or Will Smith, one of the (laughs) other.
1: And you know what else you could go with as well? You could be a priest. Just get a white strip of paper and stick it into. Personally,
5: if I'm I'm stuck for a costume like three days out from Halloween, priest is going to be the last thing on my mind.
1: It is, actually, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's not a. Isn't that cast? But you know what I love about Halloween? It's the makeup looks. Hmm. I absolutely love a good makeup look. So if I was to do something. And I love makeup. I don't know about you, makeup, but I love makeup. So (laughs) if I was going to do a full makeup look based on a a Halloween costume, it'd probably be a skull face. Yeah. I think it'd be very good. The makeup
5: ones are fairly handy, aren't they? Well, yeah, obviously that would be cared more towards girls, usually, anyway.
1: Well, no, I mean, you've got the Joker for you. You could do a scarecrow, a pumpkin, a vampire. You could, you know, the mask. You know the the movie, The the Mask.
5: Do Do you know when I feel like people really aren't trying Okay when they do cuts the cuts fake cuts I just feel like people are not trying it's like I could do that five minutes before I leave I could do that with a marker if I wanted to I think that's the most boring one by far my yeah. opinion in my opinion
1: okay, but that like if you're gonna do it with a marker that's fine, but you'd at least want to have a bit of fake blood with it
5: mm. yeah but like last minute where are you gonna get fake blood last minute how last minute are we talking like Halloween night
2: yeah do you know what taxi's like?
5: coming <laughs>
1: If that's the case, I'm getting you the red marker out. you know what I did before for college on the last minute? I dressed up as like a cowgirl because all I had was a flannel shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that'll yeah, do.
5: That's reasonable. A
1: couple of pigtails in the hair, like Pippa Longstock or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that works. <laughs> but now, I'm single, but you're clearly in a relationship. Mm. Tell me what kind of couple Halloween costumes yourself and your girlfriend have gone through.
5: Uh, last year, we actually went as Danny and Sandy from Greece.
0: Did you?
1: But
5: that actually blended in with the last minute because it was so handy I actually I took her leather jacket, (laughs) but it was so handy. It was just like black jeans, black shoes, black leather jacket, and a white T-shirt for Danny anyway. And Sandy was all black. Yeah. So that was just like straight away. Did
1: you did you slick back the hair now, Michael?
5: No, I don't have that much hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what other a couple of Halloween costumes? What's other ones are out there?
5: Um, maybe Bonnie and Clyde. That's that's going a bit back. Um, Marion Luigi. Is always a good one.
1: that's a very good one if you have time to go and get the costumes if not just like a red and green shirt put an L and
5: and Dungarees and Dungarees mm-hmm. Actually, no. mm-hmm. okay. uh, I know we touched on it earlier but Barbie and Ken
1: Oh, going to be yeah. that's
5: going to be huge this year especially like,
1: very popular
5: um, Captain Hook and Tinkerbell
1: I'd love to be Tinkerbell really? yeah I've but always loved you
5: should it not be Peter Pan and, and, and Tinkerbell well
1: I mean you can, you can be Peter Pan and Tinkerbell but why not Captain Hook? Yeah. You could walk around with the you're,
5: hook. You're, you're crossing into Jack Sparrow territory there as well, look.
1: Oh, you are, aren't mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the hook for a hand. But now, I'm going off to a group Halloween sort of 90s night. So mm-hmm. I'm dressing up as Pirate of the Spice Girls. and I'm very excited for it. to have a mm-hmm. black wig and everything. But what are the sort of group Halloween costume ideas come to mind?
5: Oh, God. You know what i seen maybe two years ago is uh, Minions.
1: Oh my god! Load, like loads,
5: like six or seven of them. Yeah. Loads of them. I co- I can't remember seeing Gru. I hope there was a Gru floating around somewhere stealing the moon or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean you've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well.
1: That's a very good one. I think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a very good one. But
5: that'd be hard to pull off. Well I mean, you get could, get you a bit make, could you make creative? Could you make a makeshift Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costume?
1: You'd ha- yeah, get a bit of cardboard. You know,
5: it'd be a square shell. No, you wouldn't be able to make a round okay. turtle shell like. Sure you would. Yeah.
1: Where there's a will, there's a way, Michael.
5: Uh, there's Powerpuff Girls for a trio.
1: I like that.
5: That's was going to be You can't popular. go wrong
1: with that because all you basically need is just the colour. Yeah. So that's a good last minute one as well. hmm As long as you have like a, 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 what is it, green, blue and pink.
5: I can't remember their names for all the life of me. Uh, Mojo Jojo, the, <laughs> the, the, the monkey guy, he was cool, but I can't remember the girls' names.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I'd love to see you dressed up as Mojo
5: Jojo. That'd be, that'd be very good. That'd be classy.
1: <laughs> 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 Do you know what I used to see as grief costumes as Umpalumpas? Before Minions, it was Umpalumpers.
5: Umpalumba should be relatively easy to pull off. Now, what way would you go about going for the orange tint?
1: Sally Hansen tan. <laughs> really?
5: But like how long would that take to wash off? Like? Would well, you I mean, would you be stuck with an Umpalumba for Halloween <laughs> week? Like <laughs> It's the 6th of November and you're still walking around like an Umpalumba.
1: Well I don't know. Now, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it on my face. I'd just use like an orange. Like a dark orange foundation, but for my body, I'd probably do Sally Hansen. The one thing I love about Halloween is just dressing up and just being so creative in what you want to mm-hmm.
5: do. People get really, really creative with it. They do. Like, really creative with it. Some people put months into costumes, like.
1: They do. Like, I mean, I know a lot of the makeup artists out there would be doing their own sort of series and stuff on it, so I know that Kaylee MUA mm. actually did herself up as Mr. Bean. Oh. Yeah. It was very, very well done.
5: Like. Mole and all, have the a whole mole, the
1: whole thing, suit and all. I'd, Even had Teddy.
5: I'd love his car. That'd be the best part of the costume by far. You get his car.
1: His car. Know, is it a green car?
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Teddy. Oh yeah, you could definitely make that Teddy. percent.
1: Yeah. What are you dressing up as for Halloween?
5: I want to dress up as Man Ray from SpongeBob.
1: Man Ray from SpongeBob. Or a
5: Power Ranger. I had a Power Ranger in my head for the last couple of months.
1: How would you dress up? as Do a you know power?
5: what though? I always, I am very bad for it. I always come up with. Like, decent ideas coming up to Halloween. And then it's last minute cut on the face. <laughs> 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 All the time. I, oh, I just fail to prepare.
1: And where's the cut, where's the cut usually on you? Uh,
5: usually on the cheek. Maybe a little one on the forehead or something.
1: <laughs> well, Michael, this year I really do hope you dress up a little bit more. I hope so. And if you're going as a couple and you're going as Man Ray, will she dress up as SpongeBob or Patrick?
5: Oh, see, I'd be pushing more for like Barnacle Boy or something.
1: Barnacle <laughs> Boy, but no, that's... Or Mermaid
5: Burn- Man. Oh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, in another couple's costume. That's definitely a last minute <laughs> couple's costume.
1: <laughs> just cut out some masks or something. Yeah. That yeah. would actually be fair. The cut. hood of a hoodie or something. The hood of a hoodie. Would you not go with SpongeBob?
5: Yeah, that's a tricky one though, no? no. Yellow? Few dots.
1: Do yourself up as yellow. Mm. couple of dots. Mm-hmm. White shirt. Brown shorts.
5: Yeah, would it, look, would it look the same? Yeah, probably. You know, probably with a black no. belt.
1: You wouldn't be a boss. Really,
5: really squeaky black shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love SpongeBob. I think that's so great. Michael, thank you for coming in and telling us all about these. No
5: problem. Thanks incre- so much for having me.
1: <laughs> incredible Halloween costumes. And I cannot wait to see what you dress up like for Halloween.
5: I'll send loads of pictures, don't worry.
1: I know you will. If you are dressing up for Halloween, let me know. 083 30 10 103. I want to hear what you're going to dress up as. If it's going to be a last minute costume, how are you going to do it. Let me know. Michael, thank you again for coming in. Thanks, Shannon. Doesn't he sound just so happy to have done his first encore show with me? I have to say, Michael was absolutely brilliant and I can't thank him enough. He had some amazing ideas. And I mean, Barbie is definitely going to be the one to beat this Halloween. Everyone is going to be dressed up like Barbie. So do let me know what your costume choice is going to be. Um, I'm dressing up as Posh Spice, but I messed up and I ordered a wig that has a fringe when posh spice never actually had a fringe so instead of looking like posh spice i look like adele from the incredibles if i have my glasses on so it actually makes me laugh but do let me know what you're dressing up as and i hope you have a fantastic time over the bank holiday weekend and you enjoy it all a lot but that is all the time we have on encore tonight thank you for joining me and thanks to all my amazing guests for coming in on the show tonight Remember, if you want to listen back to any of the interviews, you can go to midlands103.com and you can hear back to all of the previous chats I've had before. I'll be back next Thursday with more of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Offley and Westmead. And if there's anything you want included on the show, make sure to email me encore at midlands103.com stay with us here as joe cooney is going to be bringing you all the best in country music right after the eight o'clock news with country roads have a great bank holiday weekend stay safe dress up let us know what you're going to be 083 30 10 103 and i will chat to you next thursday from seven o'clock
0: Encore. In association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Lone, our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com